Last spring, I gave in to my desires and I purchased a gorgeous dwarf lemon tree. We've been enjoying it all summer, but now our weather's changing and it's really too big to bring inside the house. I've been consoling myself with the thought that gardeners have been creating environments to grow plants for millennia, and I'm telling myself this wasn't a stupid purchase. Eh, we'll see. I'm Lise Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. Thanks to Garden Destinations for making this story possible. Garden Destinations is a new digital magazine for travelers who want to include public gardens in their travel plans. Check them out at their website, gardendestinations.com. Our weather is changing, and I need to do something with my lemon tree, and fast. But I needed some inspiration. So Triangle Gardener Magazine editor Beverly Hurley and I took a road trip to Richmond, Virginia. Only a couple hours north of the Triangle, we headed straight for the Lewis Gittner Botanical Garden. The centerpiece of the Lewis Gittner is their conservatory. Now, in a state known for its architecture, their conservatory is a must-see for lovers of classical design. But it's more than just a pretty place. So this space is very um, complicated with how it functions. So first of all, we have a climate-controlled system for this whole area. Since we're in Virginia, central Virginia, we're in uh, about a zone 7A or 7B. Depends which part of the city you're in. So we have most of our plants in here range from uh, zone 9 to zone 10. So we have to keep it at the perfect climate. So my Argus system controlled controls the climate in this area by not only pumping heat into this if we need it to be warmer in the winter it vents opens the vents to allow cooler air in um, it also circulates the um, air with the fans that you might be able to hear above head and it also um, allows for fluctuations so i don't have to worry about it as much in between zones that's Chelsea Mahaffney. She's the horticulturist in charge of the conservatory at the Lewis Gintner Botanical Garden. And she took me on a tour of their conservatory. We have four distinct zones in here. And our first zone I'd like to talk about is the dome, which we are sitting in right now. This holds our palm and cycad collection. And we're always looking to expand and find more unique palms that'll fit in this setting. We um, This is more of a subtropical area. So we have plants that are very shade loving. They love understories. Underneath these giant palms, you can find strelitzias and bromeliads and other type of houseplants, but you see them here in masses. In our other wing, our east wing is often called our orchid wing. It's probably the most colorful wing in here because not only do you have the tropical plants from around the world, but you also have the orchids, which about 200 are on display at any given time from our collection of over 2,000. Deciding which plants to include in their display is complicated. The garden wants to introduce visitors to unfamiliar plants, delight us, and educate us. I also talked to Shane Trippett. He's the executive director of the Lewis Gintner Botanical Garden, and he explained the garden's philosophy and approach in creating their collection. That band of the planet from 10 degrees north latitude to 10 degrees south latitude holds a tremendous biomass of plant material. And uh, by proportion, perhaps the largest proportion of different species and varieties. And we think about the insects and animals and humans that are supported in that band around the whole globe. 
global plant diversity is what botanical gardens, um, part of what they do. It is what we hope to do here to show our community what happens in the planet with plants and to expose people to plants from all over the world when they don't have the resources or the ability, time, energy, health to travel to them. And when you think about that band, 20 degrees of latitude right around the equator, there's only 10,000 square feet to display it. So sometimes it doesn't seem enough to me. Uh, so yeah, I think it's fabulous that we actually built it. And I think it's fabulous what we do with it. The results are fabulous. And I knew Chelsea was just the expert I was looking for. I recognize some of the plants here that from my house. Mine aren't this big. <laughs> But can you give us some tips about how I would care for some of these tropical plants in my own home? Yeah, definitely. So I would take your standard house plant that likes the indirect light. A lot of times they enjoy a little more humidity that you than you have in your house. So a lot of times I'll um, get a dish, like your simple terracotta saucer, fill it with um, some pebbles and putting some water in it. So then um, as it evaporates, it gives it almost like a little microclimate of the humidity around the plant. As Chelsea and I talked about the changing weather, I started hatching plants for caring for my lemon tree. When I got back to the Triangle, I visited a master gardener friend of mine who's got a yard that I covet. I'm Sarah Smith. I'm a master gardener with Durham County. Sarah, where are we? We are in my backyard in my vegetable garden area. And what is this thing we're looking at? <laughs> this is my uh, hoop house, or other people call it a high tunnel. And um, this, when I first started, I knew that I wanted to have this area as my vegetable garden. And I was at this auction over on Guest Road at a nursery. And there was a pile of pipes. And they were auctioning it. So I started, I knew what it was. So I bid on it and got it for 50 bucks. So then I brought this pile of pipes home and my son and I sat down like we were playing with Lincoln Logs and said, well, this looks like it goes to this one and this looks like it goes to this one. We got it put together in about a day. A lot of it has uh, duct tape on it and it has straps on it. It has zip ties on it. Um, I bought a plastic covering and the plastic covering, what makes this one different is that I can take that plastic covering off. Sarah, what motivated you to do this besides the just sheer bargain aspect of it all? Oh, um, what, what? I knew that I had to have some sort of a, a place to overwinter plants like the lemon tree and the, and the lime tree, but I also wanted to grow things all winter long. We, we eat, our goal is 75% of what we eat, we want to grow. So that means that you have to keep things going over the winter time. And that was the reason why I decided that I was going to do that. You see, I've got little Miss Figgy in the back. I had to buy her because she was little Miss Figgy. You know, she's a dwarf fig tree. And, and she has figs on her, too. I she think. does have figs on her. <laughs> she has leaves. My, my Celeste fig is just exactly as you can Exactly. Be. So you can see the, the advantage to having that. Plus, we grow lettuces during the winter time. Um, I've got beets growing over there that we'll be able to harvest. I have some beets growing outside, but they're just not quite doing it. These beets you can see are really healthy. Would you do it again? This? Yeah. Oh, definitely. We're, we're planning on expanding it. <laughs> yeah, I think every, everybody should have a high tunnel in their backyard. <laughs> I think Sarah's right. Everyone should have a high tunnel in their backyard. Uh, but I don't have room for a hoop house. But I do have a partially protected spot out back. 
I started tomatoes there last March, and they did great. So I'm enclosing it a little bit more. I've added a thermometer and a heating element. I'm digging in more mulch, and I've also added a small vent so I can open it up if things get too warm. I'm moving my lemon tree in, and I've got my fingers crossed. Gardeners have been creating shelters for their tender plants for thousands of years, and I'm counting on continuing this tradition. I'm Lise Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. You can find this and other episodes of our podcast on iTunes or on our website, trianglegardener.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.